Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Magrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Delegis. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Magnar Skorgrim, Goliath Sorcerer. Hibernate, the fire-kindled, wandering flameosopher. Alright, who wants to tell us what happened last time? Um, so, so last time, let's see, a lot happened last time. Uh, Hibernate and Magnar decided to, uh, go get Vodhava some venison in order to, to feed the, the, the newly, you know, the new mother. And they encountered tentacle monsters in the hallway. And that was pretty interesting. They almost died. So, well, they got very close. Uh, they did succeed, though. They killed the tentacle monsters. And they proceeded downstairs to where they heard the sounds of almost like a banquet going on down there. And Hibonite kind of snuck in into the banquet. And it was filled with basically people with two big mouths with two small teeth and two big eyes and you know uh, very similar to what we what we saw back in all the way back in like episode four with the courtroom um and, and they said a lot of very interesting things uh we weren't sh quite sure what was going on but hibonite completed his mission he got the venison for vadhava and in the process of doing so now believes he is theos himself so that's nice um, we, they returned with venison and, uh, we decided that since the thing had been killed in the hallway that we would, you know, we healed her up and that we would all attempt to leave and get to Durnholm. And we successfully did that, uh, through no help from Margraine. He tried to convince, you know, his, I don't know, other church members to not kill us and it did not go go his way but we successfully got out the door and then Hibonite convinced the giant that no we're not trying to get back in the castle we are leaving now and he did not kill us so yeah and we we ended it with us getting to Durnholm safe and sound and Margarine figured something out too oh and Margarine figured out that uh Vodhava is probably cursed um yeah and we need to, we need to go see a more powerful priest because Margarine can't help her okay <laughs> so sad yeah <laughs> can't help anybody guys we just gotta you know, we gotta live with that so all right um you guys start we'll, we'll start you we'll say the morning after you've arrived everybody's back in uh margraine's house sitting down for quite a uh, big big breakfast um they have you all served um uh, of course magnar sitting on the ground um and still towering over everybody um Tordred, it's so good to see you again. Hi, you too. You too, my my, my dear. Um, it's it's so good to see my my, my little boy back home as well. Um, it is it's a glorious day, and I'm just so happy that you're all here, and we get to have a good day together. Um, so now that you've moved back home, uh, we might need to build <laughs> on an extension to the the house. I've been talking with your father about that, Margraine, and uh, we'll see what we can do. Um. You know, obviously, with the the little one, the very big little one, um, <laughs> I can't I can't believe I was talking with this this, this lovely elf lady yesterday. Um, and I'm sorry, is, is that derogatory? Should I call you an elf lady? I, I'm not sure. Um, but I was speaking with her, and this baby was a month early. And look how big it's almost as big as you are, Margraine. Uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not moving back, uh, uh, quite yet, mother. Um, you're, you're not what? Yeah, um, we, we, we'll probably be heading back out on the road pretty soon. Oh, you can't do that. No. You just got here. I haven't seen you in years. Uh, I, I, do you I just, remember uh, me? Oh, yes, yes, you, you were, um, Margraine's, your Margraine's... I don't know, betrothed? Friend. Is that right? Friend? We're, we're, yes. We're, 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 we're friends, mother, and the, the child isn't mine. It's the other elf woman that came with us yesterday, remember? That is right. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, and and, and I... I've I was here, what, not even two weeks ago, remember? We went out and we, we've returned, you know, checked back in on our way on our way back. I think I would remember that if that were the case. It's back when I was wanted for murder. Ah, I do remember you. Yes, and of course the very tall man as well. Yes, yes. Good to see yes, you all good. Yes, it's nice to see you also. Um, oh, oh, Margraine, um, there was a package that came for you while you were out. A package? Yes. Yes, a package oh. that came for you. Excellent. Um, who's it from? I don't know, but it has this beautiful uh, blue rose on it. You see that? Oh, wow. And she hands you a box. Um, okay. And, and, and Margaret will open it right there because he's not super familiar with this whole blue rose thing. Everybody else is a little bit more familiar than him. Yeah, he'll well, we talked uh, about it though, right? We talked about it, yeah, but. Yeah. He's not familiar, familiar. Just yeah, like, right. oh, that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, oh. he'll open it. All right, you open it up, and inside is a dead vole. It's back broken, and a, a note that's what? vole. It's like a, a rodent. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And there's a note that says, "You have no influence in the church anymore. Your promise is considered broken. Beware." Huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, that doesn't look good, Margraine. What does the note say? Um. It says I don't have any influence in the church anymore. And, uh, well, that seems strange. Uh, I think it's from Madame Granite. Um, it's, I'm it's sure you... She know. It's about the, the deal I made with her. You never told us about the deal, did you? Nope. You did not. Yeah, the secret meeting and that was it. You did not. <laughs> That's right. What, uh, what was that? Um, She had asked me to use my influence in the church... Uh, you know how there's that conclave coming up later in the year? Um, about what, what to do with, uh, spellcasters? Hmm, yeah? Uh, her, her, her interests were aligned with, um, the church regulating everybody. And, and in order for her to help us so that, you know, my two friends wouldn't die, I needed to make sure that that happened. What? How do you guys, yeah. And... I know we agreed to do what she asked, but you see how that went up in the castle. Well, we had already agreed that no matter what she would ask, we would do, and I thought I had more time. Um, but as you see, uh, that's not a problem anymore, as I no longer have any sway in the church. I'm sure you and your good friend Theos can get your influence back. You are a paladin of St. Allegius. Yeah, I'm a paladin of St. Allegius. I'm a paladin of St. Allegius. That's what I am. And we're so proud of you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You're the best. <laughs> oh. Is Morgrain there? Morgrain is not there. He's okay. out on business. Okay. Um, 
so, uh, I think we should, or maybe you should, um, go take, uh, Vodhava to the, the, the church and, uh, see if, uh, there's a priest there that can help her out with her, uh, condition, Zalara. Oh, what? yes. Just, just me? Um, or all three of you? I don't know. What, uh, why wouldn't you come with us? It's your church. I'm not sure they want me there anymore. Uh, if, if word has already made it to Madame Granite, then, you know, I don't know. Uh, Help me uh, out, guys. I don't know what to do. What if, what if Zalara and Magna take her? Me and you have a little catch up. Sure, that sounds good. Um, you and I will uh, will catch up. We don't get to talk very much anymore. And I'll, I'll message to Zalara. We'll, we'll meet you there. Okay. Somehow, uh, somehow we will convince him somehow. Okay. Is um <laughs> going to go well. awake? Yeah, she's down there eating with everyone, so she'll. Uh, she'll say, yes, I, uh, it'll feel good to be inside a, a Church of Theos again, an actual temple. Um, I do have some praying to do, so that sounds wonderful. And I would like to officially dedicate my baby while I'm there. Uh, oh, that sounds lovely. Yes. Let's go do that. All right. So she'll go with you guys and um, go to the temple. Um, all right. So while you are making your way there, Hibonite, what, what did you want to um, with Matt? Okay, so... Have we got a room to ourselves? Sure, I'll follow you anywhere. That sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's, let's, let's sit you down. Um, you know, back when we were at the castle and you got your gift, of your armor from your god, and I said I didn't see anything? Yeah. And you know, my heart glows a little bit weirdly every now and then. Yeah. I, I want to try and channel my power if I can a little bit, Alex, to make it glow. Okay, yeah. Just just thematically. Yeah, um, no problem. I didn't see nothing. Okay. My heart was ripped out of my chest and replaced with a heart of flames. And I get some new abilities every now and then. <laughs> but, um... And... You and when I was definitely had young. very different experiences to me at the castle. Oh, it wasn't a bad... Well, it was a weird experience, but it wasn't bad. It was a, ni- it was a nice night with Nyx, and then... A little bit of a less less sleepful night afterwards, not for the good reasons. But um, he, you know, I showed you that ruin the night after, the morning after. Yeah. That's sort of tied my people not being able to get to the afterlife and me being there on your hope to save them. Uh, and well, you, you don't have no influence or anything. You, you do change people. You have had some impact. I don't. I do things very differently now. I think of how the group will react to my actions. You've reforged me in a way, and that's not a small impact. Uh, my, I'm not just a fool who travels. I'm the next in line to run my clan. I, like we met the um, lovely lady Sophie. She comes from a different tribe of my people. I've got to travel to their city at some point, which is going to be interesting because I don't know how to react to them at all. And she, she, well, she loved me. You know, everyone does. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I just thought I should probably open up to you guys a little bit more. I've yeah, you've been doubting yourself all the time. You, you've had an impact. Your name will have an impact in life. It's just, you've oh, lost right. your way in Theos a little bit, but he is watching you and opening up to you a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, I've and, had a, I, I've definitely had an impact, Hibonite. I don't know if it's the right one. None of us know. None of us but the, uh, the, the mighty powers that be and they, their silent judgment of our actions. Yeah. But, but, but things um, things are different now, Hibonite. You know, um, 
I pray and I, I don't feel him anymore. There's something there, but I don't feel different. Oh, uh, he, he's always in your presence. <laughs> but, um, well, the place we're taking Magnar's wife and child to is very different to what you've seen before. It, it's my people's tribe. It's, it's not a small thing for me, me to take you guys there and I don't really know how it's going to go because pilgrimage is meant to be when you return, you don't go back, but I need to go back out. But we'll get to that when we get there. So I just want you, I've read, I, I would get out the book of Theos that I borrowed from a library quite a far away ago. But, um, I've, I've read this a few times. You've had, a, you, you followed your teachings. You do the right thing. It just seems the rest of the church is a bunch of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, you, you need to stop thinking that you're the one at fault. And maybe the road to reforging isn't as instantaneous, but it's a long road. And you've got to believe your actions are the right thing. And that in the long run, you'll reforge people. You may not see the reforging, but your presence alone will have an re effect on their future. And the strongest power of your reforging is your faith. Your unwavering loyalty to your saint and your god. I I I, I hear that, Hibben. I, I I do. Um I just I I don't think there's anything that I can say that would make you understand what I'm going through right now. I am a paladin of Saint Allegiance. That's 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 what I need to be. And if I'm not that, I don't know what I am. Oh, and another question is if you, you question your place as a paladin, but if your saint questioned your place, would you still have your magical armor that he gave you personally, that you forged with him? The ultimate symbol of your faith is the fact that your armor is still on your back. You're still protected by your saint's hand. Um, Margarine's not going to say anything to that, but his face definitely kind of softens a little bit like he's thinking, you know. Maybe. Maybe. All right, I will. Hibonite gets Ryan gets another inspiration for that. Yes. That was awesome. <laughs> that was, that was really good. good. Aww. Wow. What I, a I romance. Some... I love it. I have a few All religious right, friends will... I've had that talk before. <laughs> we will cut to you guys make it to, you see, Canton. The dwarf cleric of St. Allegis is there and the church. Um, um, he sees you all, and I do not remember his voice, so, um... <laughs> Hello, welcome. Well, welcome. It's good to see you again. Um, what can I do for you? And then he sees, uh, Vodhava and greet, they, they greet each other as two members of the faith would, uh, and so what, uh, she tells him about the child and wanting to, you know, everything she's there to do. And she goes off to pray. Um, where, where is, uh, where's Margraine at? Margraine, um, he encountered members of, uh-oh, what's the saint? Crowley. Crowley, uh, up in the mountain. That is where we met Fadhava. And, um, can I, like, whisper or be far enough away that she can't hear me? Sure. I mean, I, I imagine she went up to, like, the front altar while you guys are toward the back of the church, so. Okay. So, speaking hopefully quietly enough that she can't really hear me, uh, we think she's been cursed. She has false memories. Uh, Magnar is her husband, as far as we know. I mean, if you look at the baby, holy buckets. <laughs> it's gigantic, right? It has to be Magnar's. 
That would make the most sense. <laughs> and she has a whole story about how she met this human bard. And I don't care how big the human is, there ain't no way that baby is coming from a human and an elf. <laughs> <laughs> so, on the way here, Margraine, who's having some serious issues after being up in the mountains with these people who we believe cursed this woman, um, he thinks that she's been cursed and that perhaps somebody who can do some kind of restoration, maybe, could help her? Do you... Could you, or do you know of anybody who can? I, I, I think I would be able to do that. Um, so now we would require a small donation of uh, 250 gold for something at that level. I pull out my whole bag of 83 gold. <laughs> I, Solaro. How much do I have left? <laughs> do, 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 do. I have 92. I can. 83 plus 92, that's not nearly enough. No. Um, I can make up the difference when I get there. <laughs> I know, I, I more than have enough, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, how much? 84 plus 93? What is that? I can't 177. Yeah. We have 177 here now. I can get more for you, for sure. If you could please help this woman. Well... Yes, we, we'll be able to, uh, I think we'll be able to do that. Um, is Margrain coming? Yes, he he needed to talk to somebody first. Hopefully they'll be here soon. Okay, well, all right, when he shows up, uh, you know, we can give a discount from church as well. She is a member of the church, so a flat 200 um, wouldn't be a problem. So I'll, I'll go ahead and make sure that this voluntary donation gets placed into the uh, church coffers. And uh, so he takes your money. And then he goes over to Von Hava, looks at her. They talk. You guys can't quite hear what she's saying, and he's saying. And then he then he uh, puts his hands on her head and casts a spell. And you two arrive as this is happening. You see the spell being cast, and then she just kind of sinks, and there are tears in her eyes. And she comes up to Magnar and says, "I am so sorry." the way I treated you. It's like I've left two lives and I have two sets of memories in my head and I don't know. I know what's real and that's that night when Feldor and I fought and then you and I spent the night together. I do remember that. I I do remember we weren't with the Church of St. Crowley and I remember them attacking us and I know you didn't do that. But Magnar, I'm sorry, we were never officially married. You do know that, right? We just spent one night together can I try to remember that? Yeah, go ahead and give me a, let's see, something like that. Uh, we'll go ahead and say it's a wisdom check. Okay. I'm gonna do a, since she's telling you this, you don't want to believe it. It's going to be a DC 10. So wisdom save. <laughs> Nat 20. All right. Wow. So we cut to... <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we cut to a camp late at night. It's, we cut to Magnar laying in a tent, sleeping. He can hear two people fighting, yelling at each other. There's a, uh, the flap on his tent comes open. Bodhava's standing there, quite liquored up. Obviously, she's been crying. She says, do you have a moment to talk? She comes to you. The two of you spent the night together. And as a member of the religion of Ulfur, 
a man who worships the wolf, is sort of a living embodiment of the wolf. Of course, wolves only mate for life. So, in your mind, you were married, and then you're back. Oh, Alex. (laughs) And you remember, clearly, she says that, um, you you recall that, she's standing there, she says, we have this child now, and I, I would be more than willing to see what happens with us, and see where the future takes us fairly lost right now. I, I don't know where to go, but she looks at her daughter and says, she gives me some purpose and I love her with all my heart. And I made her with you, so maybe together we can figure something out. I would like that very much. <clears throat> I don't know where this road will go, but <clears throat> I think we can find a way. I'd like that as well. So, over to Margraine, um, Canton comes up to you. Margraine, um... Yes? Do you have a moment? I, yeah, for you, of course. So, we've heard some, um, something disturbing, that, uh, that you had attacked a, a high-ranking Mother Caldona of, of the Order of St. Crowley, is that correct? <sighs> yeah, it's correct. All right, um... Look, you're probably going to need to head back to Kringle Falls and speak with the Archbishop. Uh, they'll want to hear your side of the story. There is there is some concern there. Uh, obviously, I, I'm assuming it was in some sort of self-defense. I can't imagine a member of our order acting in such a way. Yeah. Okay, it a was? A lot of things happened up there. Okay. Well... Yes, um, you'll need to speak with the Archbishop and, and probably Elaine as well, um, just to, to get your side of the story. Of course, you're of our order. We have your back um, as well, but it, it, we will need to discuss that um, and see if there needs to be some kind of tribunal or something within the church. Um, but just know, brother, that we support you. Thank you. That, um, that means a lot. Uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Um I don't... Yeah, a lot of things happened up in the mountains. Well, if it's not me, find find another brother or sister to speak with who might be able to help you with this. Uh, I can tell that you're, you're torn inside. Um, the other thing I will say, are you familiar with the name Murat Hall? Yes, very. Okay, so you know he's a warlord of some kind. Um, the name a lot of our members of the church um, are letting us know that he is attacking many, many different settlements out on the western frontier. Uh, okay. Is there uh, specifically from a paladin named Dunsmere out of Tux Edge? He says that they've had to uh, take in many of the druids out in the wilderness and protect them. Um, and they're trying to set up a fort. We're looking and talking about sending some paladins out there. Um, but just so you know the situation right now, we're looking at a possible civil war. The Red Hands have also become very popular out on the western frontier in Ethelwich. The, the Red the red Hand are, are still active? Yes, as far as I know. Uh, okay. So... Um, uh, uh, information that you'll, you'll, you'll need on, um, on Marat Hall and uh, his followers. Uh, the, the demons with the, the, the red skin and... 
you know, they, they, they tend to pop up around him. Um, all of them are people, just regular people. Um, I don't know what's come over all of them. Uh, we encountered some in a, in a town outside of uh, Castle Delacro. Um, and they got regular men and women and changed them into things just like them. So I, I don't know. I've, I've killed a couple, but I think that they're just men and women on the inside. I, I don't know if there's any, any changing them or any saving them, but if anybody is, anybody can be reforged. Yes. Anybody can be reforged. All right. So what's the plan guys? What are you doing? Does he ask any of us for the money? Yeah, he asked for the money. <laughs> I will give, give him the, the money, the money and then clap his hands afterwards and he does great work in the name of Theos. And Theos is watching him. <laughs> Thank you. And not, Thank you. I do not, not to worry about Margreen. Theos walks beside him. You're so creepy, Hibonite. <laughs> <laughs> um, how much money no, I know is what you mean. left? 22? 22? Okay. I think. 23, I think. Okay. Um, so and, 22. and before we go um, from at least the, the church Margrain will go over to the altar and, and he's gonna he's gonna pray again because um, he needs that I don't know yeah alright okay. and for the first time in I guess about a week you feel connected again you feel some warmth okay okay got it yep he's good okay so Yay. what <laughs> Where are you guys off to? What's the plan at this point? Um, um, does does this place have a teleportation circle that goes like to Kringle Falls or that sort oh, of direction? You know, it's funny, it does not. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Worth a shot. Mm. Modern transport routes? Blimp? <laughs> Airship? <laughs> Coach? Um, <laughs> nope, you're going to have to just travel. I'm okay. going to say this to Ryan and not Hibonite. You know, oh. uh, there's somebody here who still has maybe information for you uh, about Kavalian's key. Oh, right. Mar- Mar- Margraine's mom c- traveled with Kavalian. Oh. Did he know that? I, I don't know. Did, oh, did really? Hip- so. I know that? Well, that we talked about that after they came back. To yeah, because Zalara talked to them okay. about about Margraine's uh-huh. uh, thing, right? That's how she found out about it. She told Hibonite and Magnar about how. Margraine came into the picture, right? Yep. yep. That that Margraine's mom was traveling with a man named Cavalian. So that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whether or not Hibonite would remember that, you know. Uh, I'm pretty sure someone knows. I just don't remember Cavalian's key. Or Ka- but just right? the name Cavalian, though. So oh, I don't remember any of that in, Hibon- in relation to Hibonite. That's what Castrax uh, told you about. Oh, that to that unlock the gas. Oh yeah, I I made a note of that earlier, but um, okay. my memory um, is terrible. So let's go back to the house to ask. The mum questions, because okay. you know, you I, I remembered. I, 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 it was Cavalian, wasn't it? Cavalian. Yeah. <laughs> I have terrible memory for names. Yeah, Margraine's the only one who wasn't privy to that conversation. That's why I was talking to Ryan. <laughs> I get you. Ryan just has a shit memory and doesn't read his own notes because he can't read his handwriting half the time. <laughs> All right, so you guys make it back to the Silverbeard family home, and. Yeah, if you want to speak with uh, Tordred. Mrs. Silverbeard. I can't remember her first name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Last time we were here, you said you travelled with a man named Cavalian. Uh, that's right. Um, uh, the, the Sorcerer of the West. Is, did, did he have a special key at all that you might remember special seeing? Key? or 
he gave you, maybe, if I'm lucky? <laughs> no, 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 I, I do remember he had this amulet he wore around his neck, and uh, it would, I, it, he would look at it, and it would kind of show us the way um, when we were trying to find that gate down south in, in Solgrain. Oh, so I'm making notes. So, yeah, he, we would, he would consult us every day, and we, we would uh, set on, on a new course, and, and, and eventually it did lead us down there to the gate. Um, of course, that's when he disappeared into the gate, and, and uh, the two elves didn't do so well, and, and um, uh, obviously the, the poor halfling cult. So it never came out of the gate? Not that I know of. Where was the gate? Could you remind me? Uh, it, it's down in Solgreen. Um, it's, down in Solgreen. Uh, 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 it's near the uh, the Black Sea down there. Mm -hmm. oh, we, our travels may take us in that direction. Do you remember much of the gate and its area? Any dangers we should probably know about? Ah, oh, yeah, there are there are many dangers down there for sure, for sure. Um, well, around that area, there was. Ah, uh, yes, I, I, I do remember um, there was this dragon that would fly around um, and it seemed to come out of the, the water and it would uh, patrol the land and we had to avoid that uh, when we got into the gate. And uh, you, you would want to look for, for the, the rock that looks like a bear. But uh, you could just ask Cavalian himself. Oh. Margraine's Mar Mar siblings are, are traveling with him. He's out there selling that, um, that new um, plant. That's right. I remember you saying about them traveling with the Great Wizard. Yes. What what region are they traveling again? Sorry. Uh, right now they're they're traveling through uh, Thalmer South. They should be down near Kalimdor at this point, as far as I know. Okay. As always, thank you very much, Mrs. Silverbeard. No, oh, grab pleasure. her hands and I'm sure Theos is watching over you and is thankful for this information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is as well. <laughs> He is blessed. Look at my house. He's blessed me. Look at, he, I, look at him over yeah, there. He, my, my child. My firstborn. Bless me with that, that cute little face as well. He's a, your, little, your little one is a great follower of Theos. And Theos walks in his presence all the time and watches his shoulder. <laughs> watches over his shoulder, looks after his back. <laughs> values his advice. Oh, that's lovely to hear. Morty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, that'd be fabulous. Thank you. Just sit there having a chat about it. Um, Margraine's embarrassing stories of childhood. Oh, over yes. tea. <laughs> we're so all sitting get... around for this, right? We're just sitting having like, tea. As or far something. as I get that, you know, yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys sit around and just kind of enjoy <clears throat> spending time here. Um, what um, What's the next step for you? Um, if we're if we're heading out right before we head out, uh, Margraine's going to talk to his to his mom. Mm -hmm. a little bit and you know just um okay we're 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 heading out again mom um oh, yeah, yeah breaks we're, my heart every time you leave I, I i know but you know um sometimes you gotta you gotta go to to find yourself um i i love you mom um oh yeah. she like hugs you preemptively you know and and no matter what happens um i i always try to be the d best dwarf i can be um <laughs> You're an amazing dwarf. Look at your big, strong arms. Of course. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, but, but that's all I wanted to say, you know, in case things come back to you and father. I, I, I tried. Um, Margarine, what are you talking about? Um, I, I don't, I, I don't think I'm going to be a paladin anymore. Um, why not? Uh, 
we made some mistakes in the mountains, and, um, and I think I, I made some wrong decisions, and I, I, I don't know if they're gonna be the understanding about that, um, but, yeah, I just, I just wanted you to know that, you know, I'm trying, um, I'm, I'm gonna be, gonna be the best dwarf, I, I'll, I'm gonna be everything that I, I need to be. Yeah, and he'll, he'll kind of give her a hug and just kind of... And she says, now listen here, mister. I raised you to be a good, strong dwarf, right? Yes. So stop feeling sorry for yourself. Whatever happened, happened out there. All right? And I'm sure you did the right thing and it was for the right reason. So don't be all mopey about this and saying you're not going to be a paladin anymore. We know you are. Let me ask you something. And she pulls out a dagger and she slices her wrist and starts bleeding. Can you heal me, boy? Uh, 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 yeah, and he's gonna lay on hands, heal his mom, like, kind of frantically. Yeah. Alright, and that power comes from your god, right? Yeah. So what are you worried about? If Theos You're hasn't right. turned his back on you, it doesn't matter. You're a paladin of Theos, right? You're a paladin of St. Allegis. Right. No matter what. And you're my boy, and you're a big, strong dwarf. You're the best of the best dwarves out there. So you go out there, and you keep your head high, and you stay positive about this. You're a silverbeard. You understand me? Whatever's happened, you did it for the right reason. I know that. Your dad knows that. So you know that as well. Okay. I'm Margraine Silverbeard, paladin of St. Elegis. <laughs> Margraine Silver. No, say it like you're proud of yourself. <laughs> I'm I'm Margraine Silverbeard, paladin of St. Elegis. That's right. The best dwarf in the world. Thank you, Mom. You, you, you always know how to make me feel better. That's right. All right. Well, you need to get down there and take care of what you need to take care of. And it's lovely seeing you again, Zalara. And you two, Hibonite and Big Man, it's always great to see you. Thank you for not breaking any furniture. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Thank was... you once again for your hospitality. Absolutely. And you have a lovely baby. And it was nice to Thank meet you, you Hava. Okay. We'll see you again soon. We will, Mother. We'll see you again soon. I'm just going to hug her because I like oh. Tordred. <laughs> and she hugs you back. <laughs> Thanks, Tordred. Awesome. You're wonderful. Aw, oh, you are too. You and my boy are going to make beautiful babies. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kim was drinking right then. <laughs> I picked the wrong time to drink my water. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, so uh, where are you heading first? Kringle Falls first, right? I think so, right? Um, Is that on the way? Okay, so, all right, you guys are on the road to Kringle Falls. Um, Nothing really happens the first day. Is there anything you guys would want to talk about or anything of that nature? Um, Well, Margraine, after, you know, he he had a rough couple of days before that, but he's feeling a lot better now after talking to to Hibonite and and his mom. Um, he, he would kind of pass on some information he may have forgot to before. Um, like, like he'll, he, he would definitely talk to, uh, Magnar on the road and, uh, tell him about, there's, there's a siege going on at, uh, Tux, Tix, Tix End, is it? Yeah. Tux. Yeah. Um, and, and that his friend, Dunsmuir, and, and that, uh, Dunsmuir is actually part of the siege at the college. Um, which is kind of important. It's being besieged by um, Marat Hall and his army. Oh no! Yeah. Um, I, how, I, I, how far is that from here? 
Um, it's it's at the at the other end of the of the country. It's near the is it near the Western Wildlands? Yeah, yeah, it's right it, on the border. It's, it, it's right uh, on the border of the Western Wildlands. I think where where you're from. Where are you from? Was this? was Tux Edge where I met Dunsmere? Is that no. The thing? Oh, no. okay, okay. That's just where he went after because you met him not too far from where you guys are right now, just a little bit further north. Okay, and um, so no, that's just where he went afterwards. Got it. Okay. It's it's almost as far west as you can get. That is not good. I had hoped we might seek shelter with him, if nothing else. Yes. Um, I, I I don't know. It's it's pretty concerning with all of this uh, going on at the moment. I don't know quite what to make of it. There there has to be a safe place. The baby cannot grow up on the road. Well, I I'm you know, uh, Kringle Falls is our first stop on the way on the way south, and and Kringle Falls has been good to me. So we'll see. Even with everything that's going on with your church, I, I, I I've done some introspection, and and I think I think I, I think we'll be okay. I, mm. I I have to have faith that we'll, we'll be okay, or at least or at least Saint Eligius will be okay. I, I I believe that we'll do the right thing. So is this something that you're just this conversation just to Magnar or are you including I, everyone? I, I think I would just be telling Magnar straight off the bat. And then I think I would go and kind of tell everybody because he's the one who cares about Dunsmere. So I thought thought he should know about it. But if everybody wants to be included in it, I think that's fine, too. I don't mind. Um, I don't think I, I said that at the beginning. So who who's this Dunsmere? He is a paladin of St. Eligius. Or, he's St. Eligius, right? I can't remember yeah, what he, I wrote. He, yeah, he is. He has to be. Um, he helped me after our caravan was attacked. Uh, he brought me back to health. Oh. And sent me on the path to find Vodhava. Okay. And that's how I met <laughs> Margraine and Hibonite. Oh, right. On that. Okay. In the wagon train kind of thing. Yes, yes, he uh, he met me on the on, on the road, actually heading back to to Kringle Falls. Uh, he was sent to to meet my uh, our Archbishop uh, Ulysses. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but with with all that's going on, it seems things are getting getting pretty pretty interesting. Marat Hall seems to be he's besieging a, a city. That's a lot. Do oh. Do you know what this Tux Edge is? Uh, there's a college there, right? There's a college. No, it's the furthest most colony out west um, in Thalmer. Okay. It's right okay. on the edge of the Western Wildland. So it's just the, the furthest west settlement. So it's kind of an important place, um, but it is, you know, one of those places where it's kind of verging on colonial uh, colonization sort of thing where they're breaking into that, that area. So that's the really Western frontier of the kind Would of it be in like the woods area? Basically, it's right on the edge of that. Yeah. Would Zalara know that from her Yeah, controls? yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. So it's a small kind of colonization settlement thing, right? Relatively. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know Tuck's Edge. It It's really close to my homeland, actually. I haven't been there in a very long time, but they, um, when I left, they, they seemed to be doing well. It was a, a colony kind of in the woods. <laughs> My my mom didn't like them very much, but they were okay. I see. Okay. Why did she not like them? Are they rough people? Well, no. My so my mom uh, was part of the group that uh, five hundred ish years ago now um, 
maybe six, she and a group of uh, various magic people help to um, help protect my hometown, uh, Sin Inore. Um, yeah, they, I don't know what all magics they used, but it's really, really hard to find if you don't A, have permission to be there and B, know what you're looking for. And even if you do know what you're looking for, sometimes you miss it. So, yeah, she doesn't like people coming close to them at all. I used to patrol that area. If a place so far out of the way is not safe, Hibonite, are you sure your people haven't been found? My people don't get that many visitors that I can't think of a safer place. Hmm. Very well, if Dunsmuir is not around. All I ask is that you see it. If you and Fahava aren't happy, we can try and find somewhere else, but I can't think of a safer place. I would appreciate that. And so, is there anything else you guys like to say? I Um, think that's it. Um, I think everybody's pretty caught up. Okay. Um, As you guys make the the rest of the travel, there's really not much. You don't... Surprisingly, you don't really come across anyone um, over the next few days. The only thing that happens of any significance, Magnar, is Vodhava tells you a little bit about herself that you didn't know. Um, she tells you how she was actually... Um, all the royal children have to go and serve in the military, usually in secret at some point in time. So she and her sister were assigned to Princess, now Queen, um, Alanya in the past. So she actually uh, knew her during that time and was her bodyguard. So she lets you know, I don't... Your fiery one, your fiery friend. I don't want to say anything out there since he's being generous now, but I, I don't trust him. I, I might feel a little bit more com- comfortable if we go to Kalendor. Do I know where Kalendor is? Or is that kind of off my radar? It, it's, you've heard it mentioned a few times. It's the capital of Thalmer. Thalmer. Is that the, the country, the country we're, we're in? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we've only been doing this like a year. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If she would be safe there. But I am not... Wait, Brommel is from Kalendor, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's the head of the... He's the (laughs) head general of the army. Yep. I have made a very powerful enemy in the Kalendor structure. I would probably not be safe. My child, maybe less so. Who's that? General Brommel. And her face gets very tight, and she just kind of nods her head and says, Well, it's something that we can discuss. And so you guys continue your trip. And as I said, you don't really, you don't even see any travelers on the road. Um, over the next few days, it's completely uneventful. Some of the most easygoing days you guys have had in months. Um, as you're traveling down the trail, you start to hear some noises that you're not expecting. Um, actually, Magnar and Hibonite, you might find it somewhat familiar because it, it's a lot of yelling and, and uh, kind of rabble-rousing sound. Um, you think it reminds you of when you first came here and the tournament was going on. As you crest over the hill that looks down on Kringle Falls, you can hear the sound of the waterfall coming. And you look and you see the town of Kringle Falls is completely surrounded by the Red Soldiers. The walls, which were short and obviously not for defenses, have had wooden walls built on top of them that are supposed to be uh, obviously there to actually defend the city a bit. And above you, a shadow forms covering you. You hear the of wings as a very large black dragon comes flying toward the town. And we'll call the session there. 
Thanks for listening to episode 37, Children of Love and Libations. I hope you all enjoyed this episode and storyline. We're thrilled with the way the characters have developed over the storyline and finding out their history and, and really working through that together has been a lot of fun. Also, the questions that come up from this. Is Magnar going to stay with the group? Or is he going to leave and stay as a father and kind of a pseudo-husband? Will Margraine get out of his emo phase? I don't know. It hasn't happened yet, but stay tuned, and I guarantee we'll find out together. While you're waiting to see if the crew will become a dragon barbecue, make sure to check out LCP D&D. It's an amazing actual play with a twist, and it starts with action, which I am a huge fan of. I personally recommend it. I'm Special Agent Falk Smolder of the FIA. I've lived and worked in Farport my whole life, and sure, it's been dangerous. We've dealt with organized crime, murderers, lunatics with magic items, even vampires. But support from the agency was always right around the corner. But next assignment for me and my partner Tom is going to take us far away from here. Outside the Imperium, even. Once we get out there, there's no calling for backup. Once we get to Fillmore's Crossing, it's the Wild West. LCP D&D is an actual play podcast put on by the boys of the Lost Context podcast. Our adventure right now takes place in a Wild West world with cowboys, magic, and an all-original soundtrack. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, CastBox, or Spotify. If you enjoy what we do, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you use. It helps us out so, 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 so much, and we will read any five-star review that we receive, like this one from LCP Tem. Beholder's Eye is a great show. Full stop. The characters are interesting, quirky, see Beardless Dwarf, and well-fleshed out. Alex is a fun and exciting DM as well. The chemistry at this quote-unquote table is amazing. Do yourself a favor and check these folks out. Thanks, LCP Tim. We really appreciate it. If you want some more of that sweet, sweet, sweet Sam Canary action, be sure to check out episode 35 of Thread Raiders. It's called The Birth of the Melted Minis YouTube channel. I'm sure you'll have a good time. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Beholders iPod and our website, BeholdersiCast.com. You can follow Ryan, who plays Hibonite, at DuffDuff the Third. Ben, who plays Magnar, at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Alara, at Metzgirl. And Sam, who plays Margrave, at Samsalot007. Editing performed by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Also, we haven't done this in a while, but uh, I really enjoyed it, so I figured why not bring it back. If you have made it this far in the episode, be sure to hit us up with hashtag for life. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. All music by Incompetech, Magic Forest, Frozen Star, Teller of Tales, Lost Frontier, Reawakening, Bittersweet, Silver Flame, Curse of the Scarab, and Our Journey Begins, all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash buy, forward slash 3.0, forward slash. All sound effects by Zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. 